grab a hot drink and turn up the volume. It's time for Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia. Once a month, Kyle heads over to Forteza Coffee for a chat with coffee aficionado Sister Ignatia Henneberry from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Wake up! Welcome to Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia Henneberry here at Forteza drinking... What did you get? A cappuccino. Cappuccino. I went with a chai. It's so fancy. It's pretty spicy. Yeah. Spicy? With the, well, spicy with like the, you know, cold snow. Oh, yeah. You know, cozy. I'm going to give it a try here. I haven't. Have you tried yours yet? Yes. Did you put cinnamon on? on yeah, or? I saw yours and I felt a little left out. So I put a little bit on mine. Oh, my. That's good. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, am I supposed to stir it? I, I don't want to mess up the artwork. I think I guess that's a personal choice you have to make. Life is full of difficult choices. <laughs> I can tell it's weighing on you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you want to talk about today? I guess the idea of women's dignity has been on my mind because of stuff going on in campus and in world in general, I guess. But I feel like how everyone else is talking about it, it's like missing the, the crux of it. I feel when you say other people talking about it, is that within the context of like feminism? Yeah, yeah, of? like the feminism and women's empowerment. Like the word, right. like that word is being used a whole lot. A few weeks ago, the, like the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. everything, and everyone exploding after that. So I just feel like the conversation isn't framed right, or you know, we're yeah. So I just look at my students, a lot of my women on campus, and yes, women empowerment, mm-hmm. but we're kind of throwing a lot of things out when we're talking that way when we're talking just in like the, a power struggle or almost like eliminating difference okay you know um, it gets to that point of yeah women can do whatever they want or what a man can do yes to an extent but they're still women mm-hmm. when they do something when I do something I'm still doing it as a woman no matter how socially masculine it might be or, fe- or feminine we have these things attached to it but just but it doesn't change the fact that I'm doing it as a woman. So that affects hmm. how I do it. Right. And it should. Right. Yeah, I think we like champion everyone who's... See, it doesn't matter that they're a woman. They're doing this. Like, well, yes, they're, I'm happy they're doing like whatever it is, this like political position, business, whatever it is. But the whole point is like they're doing it as a woman, not just like they're forgetting their womanhood. We should be able to integrate our womanhood into what we're doing. And that should be valued. Whenever we talk about femininity, masculinity, the difference, I think sometimes we can be talking about stereotypes. Yes. Which I imagine it could be a positive thing to talk about stereotypes, and it could yeah. be a negative thing. Because, I mean, some stereotypes are, are accurate. Right, or else they wouldn't exist. <laughs> uh, totally. Some of them are, would maybe be dangerous because they mm-hmm. can make you think, because I don't act this certain way, then there's something wrong with my gender identity or yeah. something like that because I don't relate to this stereotype. Right. I feel like if I grew up 10 years later, it could have really like messed with me, I think. I mean, yeah, because I was like called a tomboy or something uh-huh. growing up. But again, we're looking at something that's a stereotype like, oh, well, this girl likes to play sports mm-hmm. and she's good. Well, that's clearly a masculine thing. Are you okay with that? Like, well, wait a second. <laughs> just because someone is good at athletics, like just using that as an example, 
doesn't add some like element of masculinity to who they are. It's yeah. just a woman good at sports. So yeah, this stereotype of being athletic is a masculine trait. Well, then that's playing into stereotypes that actually people who fight feminism hate. Yeah. But then the other side, like a stereotype for women to be like a good mother or, you know, like sometimes it, yeah, so it's like right. two sides of it, I guess. So what would be a good way to characterize or define femininity if stereotypes are not a good way? Yeah. Short answer, and then I'll go long okay. answer. Short answer, daughter, wife, mother. Mm-hmm. Like all women are called to do that. And Even people like yourself who ex- didn't get married. Yeah, exactly. Like so, yeah, when I have women come to me, it's like, well, I like discerning, you know, and they're mm-hmm. like, well, I like want a family and blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, right. Like if you didn't want a family, like I would, there would be something wrong. Like if you didn't want kids, uh-huh. period, the end, like that would be, we would talk about that because that's a natural desire. So yeah, like I live it out differently, but still supposed to be daughter, wife, mother. I guess in the long answer, like I saw, there's a really good um, blog, the young Catholic woman who puts, they put out a lot of good things and there was this one line in an article I read and said uh, something like, what if femininity wasn't a feeling? Like, what if we didn't treat femininity like it was a feeling? Because it's okay. not. Yeah. To, oh, I feel feminine when uh, I'm wearing right. a dress. Right. When I'm, you know, because if my femininity rises and falls with how I look, what I'm doing, then it's like always in jeopardy. Uh-huh. But femininity is a reflection of who I am as a woman. So when I'm acting feminine, um, I would be acting as a daughter, a wife, a mother. So when I'm caring, like in my position, like when I'm caring for my students, right. I'm acting, I'm doing that in a feminine way. Uh-huh. Is it a choice or is it natural? <sighs> You always have the best (laughs) questions. I love it. Um, Ooh. Yeah, yes and no. I knew you you probably thought I was going to say that. Um, So, and I think that's where we also get in trouble in the argument is that, well, you you need to reject everything that's natural. It has to be purely by choice. So reject everything that's Mm -hmm. natural because that's what society is telling you to do. So for me to embrace how God has gifted me to be a woman, part of that is natural, but my ability to embrace the gift is a choice. Right. Yeah. I think the choice comes in like, okay, yes, I'm supposed to be daughter, wife, mother, but that doesn't mean that I have to be that how everyone else is doing that. Like I'm called to do that how he wants me to do that. So I guess that comes to the choice of like, yeah, you have, we do have to let go of the self-consciousness of, I think I think of young women who like maybe aren't getting married or having kids when they feel like they should have, you know, hmm. it's like, well, yeah, that is a, a struggle and a cross, mm-hmm. but how is the Lord calling you to be daughter, wife, mother right now? Right. And that is still valid. And that is still a very, can be a very powerful way to live out your, your, your femininity or womanhood. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, when you're talking to a, a, your average college student, mm. female, and you say that you are daughter, wife, mother, is that something that they like clicks and be like, yes, I embrace this? Or is there something that's kind of twisted 
in that that is almost intimidating or say, no, that doesn't sound right? Uh, yeah, I think the, the latter, yeah. Mm. That they don't have a framework to understand it. So I think it is like if, if I were to say that to, yeah, let's talk about the average college young woman walking around campus. Like, yeah, it doesn't readily make sense. But I think it's because they don't necessarily know experientially what love is. Okay. And also just like the maturation, like for a 19-year-old girl to understand what it is to be wife and mother, Mm -hmm. that's going to take some time. But I think the average young woman, like what it means to be woman isn't in that context. It is, I have to be maybe like as strong or as powerful and make all my own decisions as much as possible. I have to be my own my own person. I would be interested to see like, yeah, what the response would be. So when we talk about dignity of women, I often hear that within the context of a document that I have not read from St. Pope John Paul II mm-hmm. on the dignity of women. Yes. Is this where we get a lot of this theology? Is there other sources? When did you first Ooh. start hearing or thinking about the dignity of women in oh. a different way? Yeah, living into my own vocation was a huge part of it. But then a like lot of... discerning religious life and spending time with other sisters? or Yeah, discerning religious life and then, then coming to that realization like, okay, I'm called to this um, consecrated life, but mm-hmm. that still means I'm supposed to be who I am. Bringing those two things into harmony with each other. Like, okay. I'm, I'm still a woman. How am I... T- how is that supposed to... How am I supposed to be a mature woman in this vocation? What does uh-huh. that look like? So yeah, learning from my sisters around me. And then for like resources, definitely reading Edith Stein. Uh, Gertrude on the Fort is a, a, contem- like a contemporary of Edith Stein. Uh-huh. Theology of the Body was huge to be able to go. I went through a whole semester class on it. Okay. That was probably most yeah, revolutionary for my own thought, I think, um, and applying it to real life. <laughs> the next, a great convert and uh, author uh, Abigail Favale she I might not be saying that right but uh, she's a professor out uh, the west coast mm-hmm. um, she's spoken at Notre Dame before Yeah, her articles that she puts out are just very direct astute like she gets at the heart of it and yeah. she's not she was a liberal feminist so like understanding the argument I think sometimes on the cradle Catholic like right wing side we could always just like stay in this nice little box of like well a woman should be you know the stay at home mom and do all the things that she ought to do and just make the home and those are beautiful things Uh but I think how do we bring that into conversation with the modern world where Mm -hmm. other people are going to like actually understand (laughs) what we mean when we say dignity of women not just like a this is what a woman ought to do because that's still missing the point so she was on an episode of Church Life Today that was really good. Oh, okay. I'll have a link to that with when I post this in the description so people can check that out. What would be one thing, if you could think of, not maybe the biggest thing, but just a thing that people could fall into, a trap of maybe a, a false feminism mm. that you would like to see people see with some kind of true feminism, the dignity of, of feminism the dignity of women perspective of that. So I think the false trap I think comes in um, a lot of our relationality. So like a woman's relation to a man, Uh that that is 
in modern time is a competition and a power struggle sometimes. Right. And this fight to be equal. And I get in certain areas of society, there still is like a legitimate, I don't know, I don't want to use the word battle, but like, yeah, we should be equal in a lot of senses, but we're not the same. Right. Um, so I guess just then understanding I'm a woman, that doesn't mean that I have to do everything that a man does or how he does it. Mm-hmm. Or I don't have to curse my body for being a certain way or doing certain things or having the potential to bear children. Like, that's not a curse. Right. That's a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there's consequences for that, that doesn't mean, that shouldn't be, I'm not just, like, cursed by nature. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's actually a gift, a cross and a gift. It, that's how it is. Sure. So I think, um, yeah, helping women understand it's not just one or the other. It's not just like, well, to be successful and to have my equality means eradicating everything about me that's different or controlling things about me that are different or make me a woman in order to be comparable. I think it's in our gifts and in our differences that we fully achieve that dignity, I guess. No. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I feel like, we could go for another oh, we could. 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> but we'll have to uh, see what next month brings. Okay, it'll be a surprise. For another Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia. Thanks for joining us oh, again. Thank you, Kyle. Wake up!